Hello, and welcome to the table. My name is Pal. I am a perpetual archiving log. Last time, our adventurers found themselves in grave peril, as the crash of a door shut behind them, and the threat of undead rang from the lips of the mayor. It was evident that the preparation they had done in town would be greatly appreciated, as they now found themselves with only one path forward. As the light vanishes from the catacombs, the echo of the door slamming rings loud and fades slowly. The last word that came from the Inquisitor is still haunting your minds. Zombies! You see a figure approaching slowly down the stairs. Hello? Is, uh, is anyone down here? And you can see the figure slowly approaching down the stairs. Like coming from right. behind us? No, or? from the door that shut. Okay. I saw you guys weren't acting all strange like the rest of them. Hello? Who's gonna act? He's like, you can, you can hear, he's like patting the walls and stuff. He's fumbling around, he can't see anything. But he can see a light at the bottom of the staircase because Jan has a torch. So can I uh, kind of hold my torch in that direction and say, uh, who, who is it? My name is, my name is Dirk. I, uh, I don't know what's happening right now, but I... I want to help any way I can, and you guys seemed like y'all were on a mission. My mom, she's not, she's not herself right now, and I don't know what's going on. Nothing I do will get through to anyone in town. Who are you guys? Wait, Rabbit? Rabbit Five. I uh, uh, Fiverr! You, you, you helped. You were with my dad that day that he, uh, that he, uh, yeah, saved me. What are y'all doing? This is Dirk? Yeah. What you said? Oh. Yeah. How well how well would Fiverr have gotten to know Dirk? Or was it just that passing moment where his dad died and I asked him if I could have my knife back? Well, from what I know of your personality <laughs> of a character, you probably never spoke to him other than that day when that happened. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you can uh, explain differently if you believe otherwise, but I think for the most part, you probably just kept yourself. And from the last, last episode, I was looking for him. And mm -hmm. I scanned the I scanned the crowd and saw him and his mom. Right, I think we saw yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And but uh, I, did, I, I never made it to him because the blacksmith like freaked me out, so I ran away down in here with you guys. Okay. Yeah. Well, right now y'all are standing in a narrow corridor that was about the width of the staircase, and it, as you can see, that it, it kind of goes for a little bit while. Well, y'all have like y'all have like dark vision and everything, so you can see just by being there that it's only about 20 foot long of a hallway once you get to the bottom. And you see uh, it widens out to about 50 feet. It's covered in slime and algae. And you can see two caskets sit on either side of a staircase on the other side of the room that leads to a stone slab. And two doors lie to the left and to the right of the larger room, part of the room. The left and right of the larger part of the room Two levers are placed on the wall to either side of the stone slab. And the floor, y'all notice, has etchings on the floor. And, uh, yeah, Dirk comes up to you guys and says, Are y'all trying to stop whatever's happening? He came up behind us? Yeah, slowly. Took a while. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think I know what Fiverr would do. Ah, Weldingman! I was looking for you. And I'll take out the sword. Yeah, I'll take out the sword. Okay. Uh, 
maybe not. And I'll put it back. And then I'll take out the flashlight. Here, lead, lead the way. This belonged to your father. Oh, thank you. And he takes push, it. Push that button and lead the way. Okay. How far is the door? <laughs> from the from our original uh, entrance, how far? About... Is, that, is that like multiple flights of steps? No, no. You got one long flight of steps to the bottom of the staircase. And then the staircase stops and you're in a hallway. That's a corridor that's about the width of the staircase. And about 20 feet in, it widens out to a big room. It's about 50 by 50. And on the other side of the room, you can see a staircase leading down to a slab door. You see two caskets on either side. You see a door on either side of the wall. Um, two caskets on either side of the staircase, and then two doors, one on the left side of the wall of the room, and then one on the right side of the room. And okay. and Dirk is like, he's not a kid. He's a grown man, right? He was like 30 years old when he came out of that portal, something like that. Uh, young 20s, right? I thought he was in his 20s. Yeah, something like something like that. But he's a grown man. He's a grown-ass man, yeah, so I wouldn't grown. feel yeah, bad about asking... I wouldn't ask... wouldn't feel bad about asking him to lead the way. Strapping young lad. You know, you're a spitting image of your father. We were best friends, him and I. Oh, really now? Well, I never talked to him, so I would never know. I would not have known that. Oh, yeah, he was great. We had lots of conversations. Just sitting around... Talking about that one time, yeah, it was just one. It was just one time, actually, just once, just one conversation. I but see. we really hit it off. Yeah, mm -hmm. you'd have liked him a lot. He was a he was a great guy. I I've heard stories from my mom. So what are we doing down here? And I uh, I see that the Inquisitor's hurt. Trying <laughs> to like to like talk to myself now. For a minute. Oh. Um, so you knew my so you knew my father. Wow. I uh, I heard some stories from my mom about how you guys saved the town, and since I saw you guys running down this mysterious staircase, I figured y'all were onto something, and I felt it was only my duty to help out and do what uh, my father would have done. This is his town, and I respect that he was loyal to it. And then y'all hear a. Like, uh, some steps shuffling in the distance through the two doorways. And, uh, Inquisitor looks to you guys and says, Yeah, zombies are uh, sneaky little things. I tell you, they, well, I fought them off for uh, the best I could, but they came out of nowhere and got me. But just as they were about to finish me off, they, something must have happened and they just paused and looked confused enough to where I was able to escape to the bottom of the stairs, but I wasn't able to go any further due to my leg. And then when they started moving again, they seemed unaware of my existence, like something threw them off. I don't know what they'll do if they hear us. Sorry. Didn't I heal the Inquisitor? You healed him up a little bit. Okay. Like, like, yeah. So he, he's he's up to a little bit of health. I would say as... Fibers. Go ahead. I was going to say that Fiverr's just kind of still chit-chatting with uh, Dirk. Just about all the long history of him and Axe. Yeah, there was this one time. Yeah, I uh, I gave him this that very knife you're holding. And he killed a boar with it. That's right. And then like two days later, he died. And I, you know, uh, I took it back from him. <laughs> and then I'm giving it to you. Yeah, it was, yeah, that was it. We was 
We were great buddies. You know, I renamed my uh, airship after him. We was great pals. Well, that's nice of you. Just, I, uh... just stuff like that while while, while y'all were going on with the uh, Inquisitor. So as Crane just is listening to the Inquisitor, uh, he has a, a blank stare on his face, I would imagine, and he slowly begins to internally freak out a little bit because he's terrified of zombies. And the more he listens to him, the more and more he begins to... his anxiety and begins to build. Well, Inquisitor, mm. if you were bit, were you bit? Uh, no, I was slashed. Of course, you'd be the one that found me. I mean, I'm, I'm grateful, but... Why don't you just stand over there a little bit? He's, he's standing up. He's got a bum leg, but he's, you know, up and able to move and stuff. And he's, he's looking a little on edge, too, and he says... They were in those rooms over there, so we need to watch ourselves to not be so loud. <laughs> Everybody roll for stealth. Oh, I knew I forgot something. I'm gonna go get my dice. 14 for Jan. Oh wait, I, I apologize. I have a, I have a, uh, a disadvantage. Let me roll again. Got that chain, man. Oh, a 20, so 14. Nice. <laughs> no, right. A natural 20, so 14. <laughs> oh. Fiber, I don't know how to, I don't know what to do. Should I roll with disadvantage? Because I'm, I'm not trying to be stealthy. I am just chit-chatting, but I rolled a nat 20 <laughs> plus five. <laughs> <laughs> You're like so. facing just the right way where the echo just goes up the staircase <laughs> and doesn't like the way the acoustics are is just totally bonkers how it works crane just got a 10 he's just wearing like leather jacket armor and he doesn't wear shoes i guess so he's pretty quiet <laughs> crane just got a 10 all right 13 okay so as uh, everybody's talking and everything you uh crane just is freaking out and as he freaks out he uh you're gonna hear the moaning getting louder <sighs> and the foot stomping and the foot dragging and stomping getting louder and as a you you can tell that they're headed towards you now you can hear them getting closer to you so and, and oh. oh sorry and as uh, yeah they're they're turning the corner you can see um, out of the left room there are five zombies coming through the door so I'm gonna address the group I'm going to say, listen up, my brave friends. We're about to plunge into those mincing catacombs, but fear not. Uh, with the, with Jan's faith, the paladin's valor, and the monk's tranquility, and the artificer's ingenuity, um, will guide us. And remember, uh, you guys go first, and I'll be the, I'll be the inspiration from the back. Toot the flute. Uh, onward, my fearless comrades, to, uh, uh, head to the catacombs. I might roll for initiative. Okay. Oh, man. Roll for initiative. <laughs> Three. Do you want to do it? Yeah, hold on a second. Everybody, everybody roll and keep it in their mind for a second. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't all like right. all this guy's hey, rolling. Um, <laughs> pal. Anybody get over 20? 
All right. Uh, 15 to 20. Me. I, I, I rolled a dirty 20. Okay. Got an 18. 10 to 15? 12. All right. Anything between the 5 and the 10? Yawn. 9. All right, yawn. Yawn. Josh, what'd you get? A 3. three. Pals just listen to <laughs> listen to Fiverr ramble <laughs> about oh yeah and... just recording every bit of it. You do you don't love hey. Peewittle, little old guy. So these things are coming out of like we're we're looking down the hallway and there's a door on the left. Five of them have come out of. Mm-hmm. Okay, and there's two switches on each side of the wall, left and right. Yeah, d- down the staircase. Yeah. Oh, down the staircase. And the zombies are coming after Cranjus. And are they acting in a similar manner to the folks upstairs? No, no, they are looking slobbery and everything, and they're they're coming for you. They look aggressive, and so Cranjus. Oh, they're coming um, specifically for Cranjus. Yes, because you're the, the one they heard. Oh, you're the one, the only one. You were the lowest, and that's the only reason, right? It's just because they heard me. I mean, as far as you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's my turn. Yep, you're up, and Blaze is on deck. I'm going to back up behind everyone. (laughs) Okay. And I guess that would be my movement. I'm going to cast Mirror Image, which is our favorite spell of all time. And the way that works is every time I get attacked, I roll a d20 to see if it hits me or a duplicate. So um, I I pull out my flute and hold it in the air for no reason for a second and put it in my mouth and play and then a portal opens up and three duplicates of Cranjus come out. Three of them specifically. And uh, they all start doing like this. But behind everyone. Behind everyone. Okay. And um, so that's one one action and that's a level two spell slot. And then uh, for a bonus action I'm going to... Who's who's the next up in me in rotation? Blaze. I'm going to inspire Blaze, Blaze and uh, I'm going to pull out my flute. I'm going to say, Ben Franklin, when now one night, tied a key to the end of a kite, electricity struck so bright, write it down, motherfucker, and I inspire him. And for 1D, you get to use a 1D6 for anything. You can use it uh, for uh, magical inspiration. If a creature has bardic inspiration die and casts a spell, you can tack it on to uh, a saving throw or damage. Or an attack. So you can use it for damage. Alright. And then I'm I'm done. Alright, please. Gonna throw a dart for now. At the closest one. Okay. Did you say how wide the corridor is? About 5 feet? 10 feet? Yeah, it's about five foot, and it widens out to about 50 feet. By Where 50. the caskets are. 50. I'm still trying to get a scope here of, of the space. Well, I think y'all might sketch it out as we go. Might help. <clears throat> I, am, I am. Because I want to see at the end what everyone's looks like. <laughs> I think I'll use cardinal directions from now on, so it'll be a little easier to map it out. So on the west, you have five zombies that are getting funneled through a doorway. So they're all bunched up. And they're they're all through now. As, and we're uh, in the south. Was, yeah, in the south. It's a five okay. foot tunnel that widens okay, out got into it, a then. big room. Um, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, I'm okay. gonna throw a twenty two hit. Yes, a twenty two hit. Four eight damage. Good job. He's like, Rah. 
and he stumbles back a little bit, but he's still coming at you. So the zombie that just got shot in the face is going to uh, attack Yzma, and Yzma braces himself as the zombie goes for a bite, and he hits for one damage. <laughs> the second zombie follows suit. They all attack him because he's at the front. And two more go slashing at him. He's getting covered by, by them, and three of them get a good hit on him. Well, at least they work together. They get seven damage total, or eight total. It's Fiverr's turn, and then it's Yon. There's three of them slashing on him? Mm-hmm. The other two are slightly mm-hmm. further back. How far away are they from me? That, that's a difference since I can't shoot. About 30 uh, foot. I, I noticed these levers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're down. Down the uh, staircase. Everybody's at the beginning of the hallway as of right now. And so 20 foot by plus 50, that's 70 feet away from the uh, levers and the door. So they're about 70 feet away. Yeah, can I take kind of like um, just kind of moment of looking around to kind of like sort of like investigate those from a distance? Like, you know, I would imagine like, is there cogs? You know, he'd be familiar with that. Is there like a cog? Is there a chain or lever or rope that he can kind of follow quickly, like with his eyes and see like what these might do? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're really far away from these things, but you can see that yeah. each lever has a rope coming out of them going up. But you can't see anything else. It's too far away. And it's dark, true, night vision. I mean, honestly, I guess you wouldn't see anything, right? Because what's your night vision? Only 60 foot, right? So I'll take my movement to move towards the center of the room, and then I'll take aim at one of them that's... Right. Um, you want to attack the one that has a dart in its eye or the other... Fiverr would take the opportunistic shot, so whichever one he thought he could hit. All right. Roll to hit. 15. Oh, it hits. Yep. 11 damage. <laughs> All right. That zombie falls to the ground. The whole leg just blows off, and it falls to the ground, and it's like crawling now, and it's Yon's turn. So I don't have night vision. So how far away are these guys? I'm well, you have a torch in your hand. I know, but I'm wanting to make don't sure. Don't forget, your hand is occupied right now. Yeah, I'm trying to make sure they're in range of the torch. It's 20 feet. Oh, dang. Yeah, you're like, what's everybody freaking out about? No, yeah. you don't see anything. You can just hear. Okay. You can hear Yzma saying, I can't see anything. What's attacking me? <laughs> so I'm going to move towards the sounds, get as close as I can to where I can see everything. Okay. And So you I run be- forward towards yeah. it. You're 50 feet from the zombies from now. So if I move my full range, that'll be close enough. I can see them. I'll create a... Um, spiritual weapon. I'm going to position it next to the three zombies in Yzma. I'll swing at the one with the dart uh-huh. and 18 to hit. I do you, hit. you hit it for sure. And mm-hmm. so now I roll my D8. It's a 5 plus my modifier which is plus 3 so it's 8 damage. So as you swing that mace it clocks them in the chest and rips off one of its arms but it's still going and one of the other zombies that you didn't see yet is going to run out of the shadows and attack you and he's going to... 15 to hit. So I don't have my shield on, so but my AC is still 18. You have the helm. Which okay. is plus one. Yeah, I've got it on. So you see the zombie like getting aggressive and he like, you know, shuffles real quickly and then he goes to slash you and he just scratches your armor and it does nothing. And now it's Now uh, I've got to polish my armor, pal. dead gummit. Is it me now? Yeah, it's pal. Okay. I I want to I want to run up to Isma to help and oh, grab the dart out of the one's eye and pull it Pull it back and stab it into the one next to it. Yeah, do that. Roll for a slide of hand and then roll to hit. Watch out, Fiverr. 
I'm coming to help. Oh, slide of hand. Okay. Well, so hit, be... But see if you can get, yeah, see what's sliding in. Oh, okay. 11, 10. 10 on slide of hand? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, you yeah you get the uh, dart out and then... 7 to hit. Oh, it does not hit. But you do get the dart out. Well, that's it for me, folks. But I'm up in the mix. All right, Dirk's going to come and say, I can't see very well. Uh, holy man? Uh, uh, yawn, is it? You helped my father, too. Here, uh, sign the torch over there. Oh, good, yes. And uh, he runs over to where he can see him, and he's going to get the, the flashlight. He's going to aim it and push the button, and the light's going to come on. And that'll be his action. And then uh, Yzma is going to say, Boy, that hurt. They're slashing. They got nails, men. Ah, but I've got one bigger. And he pulls out his sword, and he goes to slash, and he's going to do like a, a side slash at the two the three zombies uh, two zombies that are uh, on him because one's on the ground so he does hit the first one so he deals three damage to the one with the dart that was in his eye he slashes it through and the whole torso comes off of the waist you know and just falls to do different sides but the that upper half is like crawling towards him and the inquisitor is going to say Aizma, you're better than that. Come on, you know you go for the head. And he's going to run up and he's going to stomp onto the one that's on the ground with his good leg. He's going to hit. He's going to cause two damage, which ends that one's life. But he's got to do... So the zombies have undead fortitude. So they have to do a constitution saving throw of five plus damage taken. So seven. Uh, so they just have to roll a B7. So he crushes his head slightly, but his leg slips off. And you can see the brain, but it's still like, like just kind of oozing out a little bit. But it's still alive, and it tries to snap at him. But right now, it's Cranjus' turn, and Blaze, you're on deck. What kind of magic oh. powers does the Inquisitor have exactly? Like, what could he do? Well, he's kind of spent right now. But uh, he has some pretty good spells, but he kind of... Used them all. He's pretty wiped out right now. Uh, he uh, barely made it out. Okay. All right. Well, never mind. I had a, something to suggest for him. Um, but uh, I'm going to nervously load a bolt into a hand crossbow. Move over to the side because I don't want to shoot through my fellow companions. And I'm going to yeah. cock it and I'm going to shoot it at the one that was injured by Jan. Okay. Roll to hit. An eight to hit. You want another damage? <laughs> if eight hits, so yeah, what's the damage? Eight. Oh, man. I was one point off. Eight? Eight damage. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> Kapayal. It stabs. It gets some good heat, like right through the like the jugular of the neck and everything, and he falls to the ground and slumps over a little bit, and then he uh, looks up and <laughs> he tries to get back up, but now it's Blaze's turn. Unless you have a bonus action. Yeah, I have a bonus action. Uh, I'm going okay. to inspire Fiverr, and uh, I'm going to say. Isaac Newton sat under a tree. An apple hit him in the head, so he said, holy shit, that's gravity. Write it down, motherfucker. And I inspire him. 
Uh, so you have a 1d6. To anything, right? To anything. And I'm done. Okay, now it's Blaze's turn. Blaze is going to leap forward and attempt to smash uh, the zombie on the ground head in. Okay, roll to hit. 13. 13? All right, yeah, that definitely hits. Now it's the damage. Six damage? It hits, and you cause damage. It kills him. He rolled for constitution, and he rolled a 17, so he's still crawling at you. Man, did you have still anything else alive? Okay. Yeah, he's still um, alive. Yeah, I can use a bonus action. I'm going to... At- I can do another unarmed strike. I'm going to try to stomp his head in again. A 10? Oh, 10 hit. Yeah, definitely hits. Eight damage. Oh, okay. Yeah, you squish him and he just lights out. Gone. His head finally collapses under all the pressure and it just splatters everywhere. And uh, the Inquisitor says, Well, that got a little messy. Uh, the zombie is going to, the one that had the dart in its eye, is going to attack you, Blaze. Does uh, eight hit? <laughs> no. All right. So he misses. And then the, uh, the other. Th- Two are going to attack the Inquisitor. And they both miss. And he says, not this time, you little bastards. We'll see is how I'm pumped as AF now. So there's like four people on the front line, like melee combat now. Yeah, they're all up there. You got you got Dirk, Yzma, Inquisitor. Yawns to the side with another zombie. Pals with Yzma, yeah. All right. Are there? Is there someone where there's like two zombies close enough that I could scooch in between somebody? Actually, use my two attacks without frying everyone. Can I get behind these things? Yeah. Oh yeah. They're they're engaged right now, so you can go around them. All right. Yeah. Uh, I guess Cran just pumped Fiverr up, so he's 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 hyped as AF, right? So so yeah, he'll hop his way uh, behind these things, kind of on his way. So that he's nobody's in the crossfire, he'll take a he'll take a shot at the first one in line, I guess. As he's making his way, right. you know what I'm saying? Like so I, I use a little bit of my movement, stop, shoot, and then the rest of my movement to uh, circle behind him. Awesome! All right, now roll to hit. Oh, nat twenty. <laughs> okay. Nice. All right. What's the um, damage? So ten plus. I I got a plus four. So, 14. You killed him. He is dead. The one that wasn't even touched just blew his head just in the pieces. Headshot. My bonus action is the is, is my cannon, and my cannon's configured as a flamethrower right now. There's one that's far back away enough to where you could hit him and no one else. Ah, yeah, then I'll do that. He has to make a dex save then of 13. Okay. His dex is negative two, and he rolled a six, so right. four. So um, I rolled low, so six fire damage. What did Cran just say to me? Something about Isaac Newton? Gravity. Isaac Newton, discovering gravity. So I'll try to repeat that. Yeah, take that, Thomas Newton! Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jan, it's your turn. How many zombies would you say are within five feet of Okay, so there's, there's one on you. Uh, they're about, you know, five, ten feet away. Uh, is another two zombies. Well, I have a cantrip I was going to cast that has a range of five feet. Um, I was just wanting to see how many I would hit, if if it would be worth it or not, basically. You could try to sidestep them, and you can get between to where there's two of them in the way, and eat within it. Would that 
give the zombie an opportunity attack on me. You're not disengaging, right? You're just kind of parrying around. You can, okay. you know, as long as you're like, look, you know, you're just sidestepping around them. You're not like disengaging with them. Okay, so that's what I want to do. I'm going to sidestep the zombie and put my mace in the air and shout for Lathander and cast a word of radiance, which is um, con save of 13. Okay, so it's a con save. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you rolled a nine. The other one. Oh, the other one actually passed. Here, I'll just roll it on D&D Beyond. So that's three damage. So you said three? Yes, to the one that, that's failed the oh. saving throw. Mm-hmm. So that would be one action. For the second action, I can move my spiritual mace up to 20 feet and take a swing. I moved it to the zombie beside me. 17 plus 5, 22. That definitely hits. And then 9 damage. Alright. It's Pal's turn. Okay, so now I'm in the middle of... I got any zombies around? Two zombies on you and one on Jan. So I have a dart in one hand. My other hand is flipped over to a long sword. Is the one that had the dart in his eye still up? Barely. Yeah, so I'm going to stick the dart back in his face. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me give this back to you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) All right, roll ahead. Oh, my God. I hate this dart. That's a one. (laughs) But it's like a one plus. So it's a six. Okay, alright, so I was gonna say that you, your arm's on a pivot, and so you're like, I'm sorry, here you go, and as you stab it, he sways, because, you know, y'all just can't time these sways, and as he sways to the side, you go, and you just continue, and you, like, stab Yzma in the thigh, and he's like, oh, what was that? <laughs> okay, okay. Roll for damage. Oh, gosh. What's a dart? <laughs> a, a D4? I don't have Anthony. the dart. Where is Anthony? What's I missed that. Where did the dart come from? <laughs> I pulled it out of the zombie's face <laughs> that uh, Anthony threw it at. Uh, oh, dart Ant- damage one d four plus four. So d four plus my strength, but plus It'd four. Is, I never gave him a dart. <laughs> so how is just one d four? Plus three, my strength modifier. So it's a six damage. <laughs> Are you gonna kill Isma? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, as you hit him in the thigh, he's going to say, Oh, thank you, hit a vein. <laughs> he's like bleeding out and he starts to wrap it up. <laughs> oh, okay, hold up, hold up. Let's see this. Let's see here. Uh, bonus actions. Are... I've already been inoculated. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I've already had the three boosters. I'm done. <laughs> sorry, Yzma, I apologize. I meant to give this back to the zombie. And I pull it out and I stab it in the zombie again. But this time, I do uh, 14 to hit. Definitely hit him. Okay. So I'm going to, since it hit with a melee, I would use uh, Divine Smite to add uh, 2d8 extra radiant damage on top of the 5. Well, okay. Uh, you can roll, but uh, eight you, damage. You <laughs> I rolled a one and a two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he only had a one, and undead fortitude does not uh, work against radiant damage. Yeah. So you you notice that he's yeah. How do you want to do it? I put the I just I just stabbed the uh, the dart right back in the same hole I pulled it out of, um, and. 
a glow of light appears on, on my hand like it heated up. And it just sears through like butter. And it falls out the back of his head. Ooh, okay. Okay. He, he does not want he to falls. hold on to this dart anymore. <laughs> and I believe As... that is my turn. Dirk's gonna say, Wow, uh, robot, that's uh, pretty impressive. Uh, let's see. Since no one's answering me how to use this thing. Oh, wait a minute. The blade's on the other side. Aha! And he takes it and he stabs the other zombie. And he hits. And Oh, what does the slashlight cause? Uh, fire? Shoot. Oh, it was just a uh, regular dagger. Whatever. It's a D4 or D6 or something. I guess it's the D4. All right. He causes one damage. <laughs> and uh, so he stabs it in and he's like, well, now what do I do? <laughs> and now it's Yzma's turn. He goes, uh, well, son, you usually follow through like this. And he's going to swing at the zombie's head because he was told to. And he hits and he causes six damage knocking the other blade free from the zombie and he says well i i swear it worked before <laughs> it's usually ha this usually doesn't happen sorry uh and then uh and the inquisitor is gonna say all right all right i'll do it and he walks up with a, uh, a dagger of his own and he rolls to hit and he completely misses <laughs> And he stops and he turns to Yzma and says, you, you saw nothing. <laughs> and he backs up uh, and it's uh, <laughs> Cranges' turn with Blaze on deck. I'm going to pull out my hammer. <laughs> so I have a light hammer, but it's actually my, in my inventory, it shows to be a light hammer. Um, but it's my gong mallet. And I'm going to run over to the zombie next to Jan and big giant swing over across the, the top of his head and attempt to kill him. I rolled it. 17 to hit. Oh, Four damage. it hits. <laughs> Is it going to be like a Looney Tunes cartoon so. smacking his head and it goes, gong? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, nice. So how you want to do it? So I, 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 I'm going to rear back and swing it into his lower lower jaw and just knock his jaw off across the room. All right. And he, his head goes off too. His jaw goes one way. The head goes the other way. And he's not moving anymore. Blaze. <laughs> uh, Blaze is going to rush forward um to the one on Yzma and do a unarmed strike to the head. Alright, roll to hit. A twenty six. That, that's literally hits. a punch. You punched him in the head to death. <laughs> Plus five damage? eight damage. Eight damage. Alright. Okay. And how you wanna do it? Oh, is it a kill? 
Yeah. Okay, yeah. He's just full of rage because these things just don't die. And he just rears his fist back and he's just, why can't you guys just die already? And just plows his fist just straight through his face. <laughs> There's like nothing left. Alright, and then there's one more. Uh, how far away is it? Oh, it's about five foot away. Uh, yeah, then I'm going to use my bonus action and kind of just, I'm just in a rage now. And I just pounce on the last one and use Fury of Blows and perform two unarmed strikes on it. Alright, roll to hit. A 17. Yep. And a 19. Oh, yeah, definitely hit him. And then eight damage. 16 damage. How do you want to do it? As soon as I pounce on him, he just falls to the ground and I just start punching his face in, and it just becomes a bloody pulp. He, uh, the Inquisitor is going to say, I think you got him. You can stop now. And now we're out of initiative. Is it like the scene from The Patriot where Mel Gibson gets on top of the <coughs> the trooper <laughs> with the axes? Yeah. I did not know he had it in him. So, y'all are in a room with two caskets, said- a staircase leading down to a mar- uh, stone slab, and a door pretty much in front of you guys, a doorway, and then a door behind you. Um, Blaze is gonna call over to Fiverr. Hey, Fiverr, I need a little bit of help real quick. Yeah, sure. Cover that door and I'll be right back. Pow, cover those stairs. Welding men, cover those stairs. Okay. Uh, Who's left? I'll point at the Inquisitor. You, you cover that door. Alrighty then. So who's left, Blaze? Did you mean the stairs going up or the stairs going down? I pointed. So, whichever. Okay. So I pointed you. I trust you. I put trust you the most. So the ones going down. Okay. I will cover the ones going up. (laughs) <laughs> Don't have to be. <laughs> no, I sent uh, I sent Dirk. I sent Dirk for that. Yeah, Dirk's doing the ones going up. Hmm. He's with me. Uh, <laughs> you come back, Cranjus. All right. No, not that kind of help, Rabbit. I I need some materials. Yeah, sure. Hang on a second. God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gentlemen, that's my part of the plan. Uh, who's next? What do we What do we do from here? Well, the next thing we do is we walk up right over here, and I'm gonna walk up to one of the caskets and see what's in this son of a bitch, and just throw the lid open. <laughs> I would okay. not do that, Cranjus. <laughs> Roll for uh, initiative. Well, falls to the ground. <laughs> No, yeah, right. <laughs> Die instantly. <laughs> uh, as as you do that, you just you just dust flies in the air, and you can just see this dead, like skeletal remains of a man with his arms crossed, and uh, 
he has a little uh, letter in his like in one of his hands. Hmm. A piece of paper. What do you see in there, Cranches? Well, it's more of a smell, if I'm going to be honest. Don't back up, (laughs) fellas. There is a dead man inside here holding a note. And I'm going to easily pluck it from his hands and Mm -hmm. unravel it and read it. It says, it says, it's always darkest before the dawn. Boy with the Lord of the Rings quotes. Or Batman. We watched Batman last night and they play that. <laughs> Dark Knight. That's good. Why do we fall? Uh, so I'm going to hold the note and turn to the group and say, Well, according to this stinky old fella, it is always darkest before the dawn. Whatever the hell that means. And throw the paper behind me. I would like to cast, uh, or, you know, cast for detect good and evil, like more zombies, um, 60 feet from me oh okay uh as you do i'm at the stairs i'm looking down the stairs you can uh because it tells you where it's at right yeah it tells me where they're at yeah this that's not behind total cover so if they're in another room i'm not gonna sense anything but is there anything down the stairs oh no you can't feel you can't sense anything there's a there's a stone slab at the bottom of the staircase that's covering the whole doorway and the only other room is the one to the west, and that's where the zombies came out of, and you do not sense anything else coming from there. Fiber will be um, investigating these levers again, now that he's closer. Oh, okay. Uh, roll for a just a hard time. Blaze. <laughs> Fiber, just give me some I, carrots if you have any. I completely answered his question. Sure. Just wait. <laughs> Roll for investigation. Um, I'm, I rolled an 11. I'm going to use his inspiration he gave me. So 15. All right. Um, you see the stone slab in front of you. It takes up the whole wall space. But on the left and right of the staircase, right, beside, right before you get to the uh, slab, you see two levers and... All you can see is a rope that is going up into the ceiling in a little hole. Uh, it's all rock, you know, stone, carved out of stone and everything. And there's just a little hole in the stone where the rope goes up and uh, it disappears. That's all you notice. Um, Yzma's pretty beat up at this point, isn't he? Yes. So- yes, he is very beat uh, I'm going to walk over to Isma and um, lay my hand on his shoulder uh, and say, Isma, you're looking a little worse for wear. Let me see if I can help you out. And I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on him. All right. How much? Uh, cast, please. Eleven. Eleven. Oh, nice. He's he's uh he's kind of leaning onto one leg and he's got his hands over the other one. And he's like, "Oh, thank you." Oh, uh, huh? Oh. And he looks down and his uh, he takes his hands up and the hole is completely healed up and he's he's just got like a couple of scratches on his face and his chest, his bare chest, you know. <laughs> and you know he waxes because no way is that <laughs> And uh, he uh, he says, oh, I, "I appreciate it." Uh, what are we doing now? He found something in that casket. 
Maybe. And he's gonna walk over to the other casket. And he's gonna flip the lid. And dust is gonna go everywhere. And he's gonna say, Oh, I think there's a note in here. But, uh, uh Does anyone want to read it? <laughs> uh, I hope it says all that is gold does not glitter. Um. <laughs> continue the poem. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Go ahead. Scooch over, Yzma. I'll getting good at reading these notes, and I'll grab it and read it. It says, "It's the darkness that makes one appreciate the light." That definitely does sound like Batman. <laughs> are there are there sconces on the walls that maybe hold um, torches? You see two of them, uh, one behind each oh. casket on the wall. Are they lit? Can I use mine? No. Um, well, I'll, uh, Fiverr, or not Fiverr, Pal, were you wanting to do something with them? No, I was if, just making an observation. If not, I'll, player. I'll light them with my torch. Give us some. What are the caskets made of? Just stone. Like light stone. Like, um, they're not super heavy, but I mean, I guess they're stone, but yeah, yeah you can push it off. <laughs> but they're made of stone. I'm going to get. So as you light both. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, uh, I'm going to get a better look at the creature inside and sort of feel around and inspect the body. Uh, it's very minimal. The threads have been disintegrated. It's it's little slivers here and there. It's just a body uh, cross-armed with a node in its hand and uh, nothing much of value. You can uh, tell that they weren't bo- they weren't buried in there with all their possessions with them in the tomb or anything okay all right then i'm done then fiber inside kind of check the bodies of the zombies just like are are they like your our typical are are they like the townspeople type zombie or are they like yeah are they like falling apart like classic zombies you roll roll uh for history uh 10. Definitely can tell that these are some people you've seen around in the uh, uh, in the town. Oh, in that case, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll check them for like possessions. All right, you looking for anything specific? Uh, no, this would be more just curiosity, and also almost at this point for what fiber can feel as empathy, like. Maybe these people should, like, if they have belongings, maybe they maybe they should be returned. Similar to what I did at the blacksmith, right? Like, to yeah. casual observers, it looked like I stole that stuff. But yeah, so there's five of them, and five, five of them. <laughs> and, uh, you see uh, uh, a deck of playing cards in one of their uh, pockets, and along with a uh, gold coin, and then the other two. They look, uh, uh, they, well, one's got a, a pair of thick gray woolen socks on their foot. And then a third one has a, uh, <laughs> uh, a tin of hard mint candies. Anything that would maybe identify who they are? Um, you can tell that you've seen the cards before played at the, the tavern. So he, he was a frequent visitor of the tavern 
Um, nothing else of significance about these these people in specific. All right, then I'll I'll head over to them. <clears throat> Blaze. As they're getting close to each other, Pal now having determined nothing is down the stairs. I want to walk over and uh, I'm looking at the caskets and I'm saying, here, um, well, it looks like according to the uh, the side of this casket, this person's name was, what was the name? Is there anything written on the side of the casket? Oh, well, that's funny you say that. Um, because... Well, no, there, there's nothing written on the, on the casket. Of what it oh, okay. Well, it appears that there are nothing to denote who uh, laid in these caskets. These poor souls were buried without recognition. Well, the the uh, the, the inscription was going to be written on the tomb, like on the mm-hmm. on the casket. Like if you were to look for the names, you would have saw that written on it inscription. But I just changed the note because I thought it was cooler. But then I didn't think of an actual name. <laughs> So. No worries. All right. So as Jan lights the torches, the room gets brighter. And y'all can see <laughs> fully in this room now. Those of us without dark vision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, so, like, when the light comes on, does uh, Fiverr's night vision goggles kind of act like... Re- they do in the movies, like when the light comes on, it makes a big glare, and he's like, ah! <laughs> Take him off. God, dang it. Minor part of my construction, yeah, so they're just auto, auto-dimming. auto <laughs> <laughs> And they uh, they probably don't work work half the time, so he's he, he, when he's walking around, he's probably often like... <laughs> like the, quit sketching out. <laughs> Bang his head against the wall. <laughs> So Fiverr investigated well, the levers. Well, I guess if um, well, yeah, I was gonna say if if Anthony's gone, then I'll do what I was gonna do next was get with Cranjus. Um, and I guess more like I'll signal to him like, um, I'll call, call his name Cranjus, and then I'll I'll do my version of Mage Hand, which is like the Inspector Gadget thing that goes and like it'll it'll put my hand, the hand on the lever, like ready to pull. Mm. So however far back I can be, right? Like, like um. I don't remember the range on that thing, but 30 feet or 60 feet or whatever it is. I'm sure Cran just knows more than me. Um, I'll walk over there and investigate what you got going on. And what I want to do is I want to look up. Now that the light's on, is there anything more of interest that we can learn from a better clarity of view? Um, Okay, yes. You can see that there are these... uh, You see the floor has large etched lines that are running in different directions all across the whole length of the room. Deep, deep etchings. Like messy or like with purpose? Very precision, uh, precise, but uh, like, you know, like uh, a couple inches deep, but only about like an inch wide. And there's several of them and they're all kind of going in like different paths from one room to the other and stuff. Now I'll I'll tell Cran just grab the other one. On, on the count of three. Oh, okay, this lever right here. Okay, yeah, I'm ready. No, no, not with your real hand. Oh, I don't have a mage hand, unfortunately. Well, I thought you did. <laughs> I thought you'd used it before. 
Oh wait. <laughs> no, those are real. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I used message yeah. to try to slow the horse down. <laughs> Whoa, boy! I used mage hand before. Yeah. Ah, oh, crap. Well, did it was it Yawn that had mage hand, or was it? It was just Peewittle, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it was Peewittle. Peewittle. I can be of assistance this lever, and I pull it. <laughs> you hear a uh, well done, pal. After like uh, I guess Fiber holding his breath, like he thought he might just die. Mm. Nothing happened other than the noise. You just hear uh, like a. Then I guess he'll pull the other one with his mage hand. And then you'll hear another. And after you send it for a minute, the door doesn't move, but you start to hear something coming out. Of the uh, the the other two rooms, east and west, you hear like a trickling, and then all of a sudden, y'all can see that those lines in the floor are filling with water, and then as they fill, they go towards the middle of the room, and then they turn and they go down the stairs underneath the wooden slab. Holy shit! Where did all this water come from? Where is it running to? It appears to be going down the stairs. I was just over there. Let me check. <laughs> He'll walk across the room to the staircase. <laughs> yes, I believe the water is trickling down the stairs. Come. I will check it out. Step, 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 step. I'll follow. <laughs> East or west? Down the stairs with water. Oh, down the stairs. Well, then you just see that it goes under the slab. There's, so it's like the stairs end in, in at a slab of wood? Yeah. A slab of stone. Of stone. Can I lift it? Can I smash it? <laughs> you can you can hit it, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Does this I I can just the there's it ends in a slab, it goes underneath it, and then the hallway continues onward. All you see is a staircase. At the uh -huh. bottom of the staircase is a giant stone slab that covers the whole hall, like the whole way. Like all you see it just dead ends right there. Oh, it's just a wall. Well, I have to say, gentlemen, that's not what I was expecting to happen. <laughs> I'm wondering is a first. if this is good water or bad water. I want to scoop it with my hand and give it a smell. It's very clean. And I'm going to drink some. Hold on, Cranjus, don't drink it yet. Huh? And I cast <laughs> Detect Poison and Disease. Uh, it comes back clean. This water appears to be okay to drink. I'm gonna drink some. And it, uh, gives you a nice, uh, uh D4 of, uh, refreshment. Hell yeah. I've been needing a refreshment. Three. Uh, so it's it's like it's like trickling through like little grooves in the floor. It's not like all over the floor. Yeah. Okay. No, not yet. It's just So it's like a slab door that's like closed in front of us. It's a vertical standing door. It's not like a slab that's on the ground that can be pushed over something that, that like we would push over and like see another hole. No, you can tell that there are like there are grooves around and it's like in place where it's at. Well, I got three options as I see it, gentlemen. We go back upstairs with the freaks. We go down that hallway where the freaks came out of. 
Well, we go behind the secret door. I mean, the wood door. One that's closed. Well, this room was open where the zombies uh, came from. I'll look around in there. So as you enter uh, the room on the west, you can see that the uh, floor has the etchings coming in. And it's going from the... Oh, as you go into, as you into the room, you can see that there is a doorway to the north. To the west, there are three caskets. And on the four corners of the room, there are four more torches uh, that are not lit. And you can see uh, etchings going from the uh, north passageway to the east. And water's coming that way, as well as the center of the room, there is a hole with uh, water bubbling up. Oh, uh, sorry. You see a square room yeah, with the three caskets, and one of the lids are askew. Four unlit torches in the corners and etched lines on the floor here as well. Hmm. And water's bubbling out of a hole in the floor. I'm going to start lighting the torches. I will read the casket to see if there's any names. And I'm going to as well assist with lighting the torches, but I'm going to cast Prestidigitation to light one of them. Are these doors like, um, shit. Is it a doorway? Are they doorways or doors? Locked it's doors. a door. It's a wooden door. Yeah. Yes, wooden door. And there's two so doors. There's the, a door to north and yeah, a door to the east. Yeah, but you just went through the doorway of the east, and then there's a door in the north. They all came okay. in from the east. And uh, if you look at the three caskets, nah, they are uh, bare. They're, there's no embellishment or anything. They're very simple, very plain. One of them is tilted open a little bit, and you can see that there is uh, another skeleton in there, and you see something shiny. Uh, we'll go ahead and scooch the top over a little bit more to find out what is shiny. You can tell where his pants used to be. There were there are a pair of scissors. What? I'll call um, I'll t- I'll call Dirk over. I'm gonna investigate the hole in the middle of the floor. I'm gonna have him shine his flashlight down into the the well. He's gonna say, "All right, hey, let me see." Uh, and he pushes the button, turns it on, shines it around. Oh gosh, there's more skeletons in here. Oh man, the water's coming from here. It appears, huh? Is it just? There any, can you see down into the well? Well, uh, think of it more like a, a splash pad where there's a hole in the ground and water's just coming out of it. You can't, I mean, it's not like 10 feet in the air or anything, but it's bubbling up like six, six inches off the ground. You just see water coming out. And it appears that this is a source of water? Yeah, this is a source of water, yeah. It's coming in, it's it's fitting, it's, it's, it's kind of sunk in there and it comes up and then it goes into the yes. grooves. So it's not a hole so much as a just a depression. Is this depression like carved? Like yeah, well, think or? think of like a shower drain where it goes down, but then yeah. there's like a six inch hole that has water coming out of it. Okay. Yeah, that I had him shine his light down in that. Can we see? Could I see anything? You just see lots of water coming. I mean, it's not like it's a uh, still water where you can see down if it's clear. It's clear, mm-hmm. but it's bubbling. I'll pull pull the lid back shut after seeing that wasn't anything really interesting to me in there. Okay. Scissors? <laughs> where his pants were? Those scissors could be 1d10, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, I have no use for scissors, so Pal will shut them. What if um, Fiverr's been griping about needing grooming? Ah, my, my <laughs> ear hair's getting long. <laughs> I got these crusties all in my butt crack. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, when I shut it, I'll say I'll say something like, uh, you know, the Morning Lord. You know, I don't know what I'm saying yet. I'm still learning about this whole religious thing and, and gods and stuff. I go to shut it, and I'm like. Um, may blessings be, uh, you know, in the morning for you. Well, somewhere. Maybe you're with the Shining Man. Say hello for me. <laughs> <laughs> As you're closing, you're like, say hello for me. <laughs> Alright. So, Jan, you said you were going to light the torches. Yes. Alright, so um, you go describe that, Um, so I, and, and Cran just was helping, um, so I get assume maybe he takes the two on the right, I take the two on the left, or the he takes the two on the north, I take the two on the south, and just light them as I go across the room. And then um, the other torch is I assume close to the three caskets, so I light that. Mm -hmm. So who's who's got the higher speed? Do you have the same speed? Uh, thirty. Thirty my speed. Same. Okay. So as you you both go, you light the first one. You, or you both light one, and then you go to the other one. And as you both light them, for the briefest second, fiver, you notice that the water bubbling up stops for a second and then bubbles back up again. When did that occur? And did I did I? As you're looking at the hole, trying to find out if you can see down in there with Dirk's light, he's got. Mm -hmm. They're lighting the torches, and as they're lighting the yeah. torches. For a brief second, you see the water slow down and then bubble back up. Yeah, what I meant was, did I notice, did I observe specifically when that happened? Like when all of them became lit or what did I notice that? You noticed it when all of them became lit because they were he, they lit two of them at the same time and then they lit the last two at the same time. And for a split second, that's when you noticed it, it moved a little bit. I don't know what to say about that. What did y'all do? <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, can Pal start to look at the grooves in the ground, and then he'll remember the ones in the other room, in his memory, putting like almost like I'm thinking like he. I've seen it in a movie where they start to see the patterns and they pull them out and like they they get uh, projected, moved and and make sense of them, trying to figure out what's happening here with these. Um. They yeah, all lead um, away from that source in the middle of this room? They all lead... Well, all the water you can see flowing is flowing out of the east doorway. But you can see... Most that, of it's not flowing from the hole in the floor that he's looking at? Yeah, so there's some... There's grooves coming from the north doorway. Okay. And then it's... You know, tees into it is the, the grooves coming from the middle of the room. Mm-hmm. It ties into Oh. It. So I'll take... I'll take... Uh, Dirk's hand, and I'll kind of trace that line to the door as I see the water coming from that north door. Kind of mm -hmm. illuminate you that see for it. everyone. Yeah, yeah. I'm coming to the same conclusion that we need to go open that door. So, so you... I go open the door. <laughs> Whoa! Is the door locked? <laughs> no. It's just okay, a window so I open it. Up. 
you see a giant stone statue of a skull and it's mounted on the left wall with four stools, one on each corner of this room with a vase atop each. Another door straight ahead. Hmm. So even more north is... Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a, a, a rectangular-shaped room that's longer than it is wide and not very, not very big. It's only, you know, like t t 20 by 30. And but in the on the left wall is a skull mounted on the left wall. Yeah. And the water is on the ground in this room. Yeah, you see the the lines are straight coming from north to south. I keep on going. <laughs> okay. Uh, Fiverr, it appears that the water continues to flow from the door straight ahead. Should we continue? Um, I'll look at Yawn, and I'll kind of glance at the big skull thing. You got it. You got any? Uh, you got any clue what this, what this is about? It's a little creepy. Um, can I cast uh, history? Yeah, sure. Roll On for the history. skull. Yeah. Yeah. To see if I know. Basically, to see if I've uh, come across it in any of my spiritual reading. Six. Do you need another back rub? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, uh, you know, you acknowledge that a skull is usually the symbol of a dead thing. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess is kind of telling in and of itself, because that's the antithesis of birth and renewal. Ah, uh, but yeah, since I just rolled a six, no, I have no idea what this is. It's just a skull. I'm and gonna... I was going to kind of move over to one of the uh, stools with a vase and inspect it. Fiverr's going to inspect you can... the skull. Okay, so it's on the left wall facing... So it's on the west wall facing east, you know, into the room, right? <clears throat> so are you just going to walk up to it or what? Well, now... <laughs> <laughs> you, you talking to Fiverr or Yawn? Well, I'm still confused. Okay, so Pal said he was going to walk through, but you stopped because of Fiverr, right? So then right. Fiverr's going to walk yeah. in front of you and go inspect the skull, right? I'm going to go check out the skull, yeah. Okay. Roll for dexterity. Uh, 16? Oh, man. All right. Three darts shoot out of the eye, two eye holes and nose hole. You just Am I within miss. five feet? Oh, they miss he him? Barely, yeah, it barely misses him and uh, get stuck in the wall across. And uh, Jan, as you look into these vases, you just see a big, a bunch of ash in them. As in just, cremation? As in, yeah, yeah, cremation. Yeah. I don't know, roll for history, see if you can come figure that okay. out. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. You, oh, you I did get I need I've... a chance to redeem myself. <laughs> so I'll just, I'll just set the mace back down and, uh, I guess I've kind of hold the mace and then the darts come by my head. I'm like, uh, set, set it back down. Cause it, 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 maybe I kind of perceived it as when I picked up the mace, the darts came. And oh, gosh, gotcha. so you put the mace yeah. back down. Put the mace <laughs> so back down. Fiber's like, like, what are y'all doing over there? <laughs> and then I just kind of scooch away from the stool. And um, don't touch anything. 
Fiverr's going to take a couple more steps. He's like, like imagine if a prepper had been pre or like uh, the guy sitting the bench, you know, on the football team, and like the quarterback gets hurt, and so he gets like he gets to go in, you know, or like mm -hmm. uh, you have prepper. He's been prepping his whole life, and then like the world goes to shit, <laughs> and he's like, this is his time. Like this is like Fiverr's been, you know, all these tales of all of the guys that he worked for, like you know, doing dungeon crawls and stuff. So Fiverr's like. Yeah, he's in one now, yeah. for real. Mm -hmm. So he's like, I'm not gonna say he's in his element, but he's like, yeah, this is what I'm living for, right? He's like, let me have it. I watched Indiana Jones, <laughs> all five of them. <laughs> so yeah, he'll take a few more steps towards the skull. I even suffered um, through Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> uh, yeah, as yeah, as you walk in front of it, the arrow shot you just dodged out of the way, and. Uh, you nothing else happens as you walk through like to like like i wanted to investigate the skull itself like, just check it out yeah yeah, yeah so, as you see his skull i mean uh yeah it looks it looks ornamental mostly it's giant it's bigger than you are and it looks uh like it's just part of the theme of the dungeon you know like of this of this catacombs it's just a giant skull yeah. and they like, decided to put in this room it's like super cliche so yeah. fiber's like totally doing like the cliche thing he's like checking the eyes and he's like like you're rubbing his hands on the stone on the teeth you're looking for like secret buttons he's totally totally doing up the works you know like the cliche works of like what, what everybody should be doing Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, no, the the skull is just yeah, you just tell it you could tell that it was a deterrent of some sort, you know, the darts it's like a one and done kind of situation. Um so there's just three darts on the other side of the wall and the cool. skull is just a plain skull with a little contraption in it if you want to look at the inner workings. Cool. Um he'll take the darts as souvenirs. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and then uh, Pal walks up and he's got three darts in his hand. He's like, I retrieved these. Do you want them too? <laughs> ah, yeah. Thanks, bud. Wait, where'd you get darts? Pocket. I pulled them out of the wall. <laughs> but he, he pulled them out of the wall. Who did? Fiverr. He just said he went and got them for some souvenirs. Oh, yeah, man. Like, Foster, like... Foster came in. I was talking to him. Man, my bad. Uh, okay. All right. All right. So, Edit that out. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, if no one's gonna do anything, Pal's gonna uh, keep on. I think uh, <laughs> uh, Jan's feeling a bit timid now, so well, I don't know. Uh, that, I'm gonna walk uh, in. Pal I'll walk noticed. in uh, next yeah. to Jan and look inside the look inside the vase. What what's in there, Jan? What did you see? Uh, ash. But don't mess with it. It activates the skull. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's not touch that son of a bitch. Here's another one over here in this corner. Let's see what that does. Just joking. The Inquisitor's going to come walk up. How oh. was the door to the, to oh, the yeah. one north? Okay. Yeah, I'm going to uh, keep all in the, the water. Uh, you see a large room with no other exits, with six caskets arranged in the middle of the room in a semicircle, with ten pedestals topped with torches arranged seemingly randomly throughout the room. 
and water is bubbling from the center of the caskets. Well, I guess um, I'm going to light the, the torches, or I'll follow Pal in, see the sconces, and light me some more torches because Lathander would love that. So you're doing it by yourself? I'll, I'll help Unless him. Unless anyone else joins I'll okay. help him again. I'll start lighting him with magic. You said they're just kind of random? No, the yes, the torches are, yeah, behind okay. it. So picture, you walk in, you see the uh, bubbling water, and then there's these six caskets on it, around it, and then behind them are just r- ten randomly placed torches. So as you're lighting the torches, one at a time, um, the y'all notice that the water randomly stops for a second and then picks back up. As like as we're lighting, lighting the torch? Yeah, as y'all are lighting them, yeah. This feels like Zelda. That's what I was thinking. I've been thinking <laughs> that this whole time. That's I've been trying true. I've been trying to work in a Zelda reference, but hadn't managed it. Well, I thought somebody was going to break the pots, but... <laughs> <laughs> the Inquisitor hey, comes in. Oh, yeah. Was, oh, dang it, man. Oh, you were going to do it? Yeah, the Inquisitor walks in behind you. He's like, hey, listen. I got an idea. Apparently, I don't know. This might be a little far-fetched, but I think that maybe the torches have something to do with the water. If only we could figure out what they're relating to. Well, it seems to... Whenever we finish lighting a torch, the water pressure stops. So it seems to be somehow affecting the water pressure. Maybe we could put them all out and light them again. That could be useful. Maybe that could work. I just hear Fiverr going, Nah, that wouldn't work. This is what we're going to do. We're going to light them all. <laughs> uh, I was going to grab one off the out of its handle and hold it. And if nothing happens, then I'll walk over to the middle of the room and hold it near the source to see if it like reacts to the flame. Hold what? The, the torch. He lit a torch, right? A sconce, yeah, so he, it's like attached he, yeah, to the wall. Lit, yeah, he, he lit all ten sconces of uh, torch, oh. that were unlit torches that were on top of pedestals throughout the room. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so he's wanting to take one and move it. Are they movable? Like, can you remove them from the sconce? No, they're fastened in place. Okay. Uh, you're going to... Uh, all of a sudden, Dirk busts through the door and says, Guys, uh, I don't want to alarm anyone, but the first room is starting to fill up with water. I I don't know what we can do, but whatever we do, we need to figure this out fast. Oh. I kind of want to run across the, back into the main room and go through that other door and see if it's just like a replica of what we're seeing here. All right, as you go to the first middle room, you can see that it's about six inches deep of water. It's filled up past the staircase up to the top part of the, the room and it's about six inches deep and as you run you open the door and as you open the door to the east you see two caskets four torches one on each corner and three zombies roll for initiative ah and that's where we're going to end for tonight <laughs> okay